Good morning and welcome everyone. At least it's morning for me on the east coast of the United States. Welcome to another Mediascope Brief. My name is Tachi. I talk all about media tech and pop culture news and we've got some news this morning. Let's talk Cambridge Analytica. So you'll remember that Cambridge Analytica is the wretched firm at the center of the whole Facebook privacy data scandal controversy, right? (laughs) Scandal controversy. So they're shutting down apparently. They're declaring bankruptcy after the whole scandal. The British firm is at the center of Facebook's recent data privacy woes and again they're shutting down. They announced yesterday, by the way, Cambridge Analytica was hired by both the Trump and the Cruz campaigns during the 2016 presidential race. They announced that they're going to file for bankruptcy in bankruptcy court in the U.S. Southern District of New York. The London-based company was outed in March as having harvested personal data on millions of Facebook users without their knowledge, so uh, past 87 million apparently, for marketing and for marketing and political purposes. In a statement, Cambridge Analytica says it's been vilified for actions it says are both legal and widely accepted as part of online advertising. Then why the hell are you in trouble? I digress. The firm says that the media furor stripped of its is stripped of its customers and suppliers forcing it to close. I'm sorry. (laughs) I I have very little sympathy for them. Things got worse for them later in March when CEO Alexander Nix was suspended after a Channel 4 news broadcast released secret recordings in which he claimed credit for the election of the person currently in the White House. A spokesperson for Facebook said in a statement, this doesn't change our commitment and determination to understand exactly what happened and make sure it does not happen again. We are continuing with our investigation in cooperation with the relevant authorities. Interesting. What do you think about all of this? There doesn't seem to be very much remorse on the part of Cambridge Analytica, for which I'm like, oh, well, then you deserve to close. <laughs> they said things are perfectly legal. And here's the thing. Simply because there is no law against it does not make it against an ethical law. So we have to think about these things when we're going with things that are, quote, legal. May be legal, but may not be ethical. Okay, let me know what you think about this. I am dying to know. And I'll be back soon with more news. Cheers. Welcome back, everyone. Now, you may be wondering what's going on in the world of media that I'm not telling you already. (laughs) It is actually digital content, new fronts time. Now, if you're not familiar with that, think about television and the upfronts. What that is, is when producers, creators, companies, media companies put all of their new content out front for advertisers to see. And this is actually how advertisers kind of make the decisions of what shows they would like to advertise on. Not on, but during, let's say that. So the upfronts is for television. The new fronts is digital content. So that's actually going on now. That's been happening since April 30th in New York. Really exciting time, a lot of new digital content coming out, so that's kind of cool. 
What has happened with Hulu is they've announced a downloadable ad-supported program and live TV ad. So they made this announcement yesterday morning at the New Front. And so it will include the ability for users to download ad-supported movies and shows to their devices. So to your device. And there'll be dynamically inserted ads in the live TV product. A limited series from Mindy Kaling based on Four Weddings and a Funeral. A season three renewal for signature series that... Handmaid's Tale, of course, we knew that was coming back, and exclusive SVOD streaming rights to breakout freshman hit The Good Doctor. Now, that's kind of cool because The Good Doctor is a hit. Additionally, Hulu said that it surpassed 20 million U.S. subscribers, a milestone that shows its commitment to original programming in its paying dividends, according to Deadline Hollywood. The number, an 18% increase since the end of 2017, includes both Hulu's live TV package and standalone on-demand service. Hulu also announced that it's going to offer the industry's first ad-supported downloadable content slated to launch in the 2018-2019 television season. Content chief Joel Stillerman announced on the stage that Hulu has struck a deal with DreamWorks Animation to become the exclusive streaming home to new animated films starting with titles released in 2019. That is really interesting and a good thing. Remember, DreamWorks had a little bit of issue a few years ago where they were, yeah, this was about 2014 or 2015, where they had uh, released some staff, probably due to some financial woes. In any case, this is good. This means that there is a spring spring back, and I'm actually really happy. I've been on a tour of DreamWorks Studios before, and I said to myself, what have I done to displease the gods that I don't work at DreamWorks? It is an amazing place to work. Any, in any case, I digress, and I'll let you digest what I just told you, but the news is that Hulu has announced some new things on tap during the new fronts. I might have some more new fronts news later. Okay, cheers. As just promised, I do have some more New Fronts News. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. If you're a fan of ESPN Sports Center, you're going to be happy to know that ESPN actually announced at the digital content New Front presentation yesterday that you can actually watch Sports Center every morning via the ESPN app. That's kind of big news. So they announced this just yesterday in New York, and that's actually ESPN's fla- uh, signature flagship program. The Disney-owned sports network said that the free edited version of the TV show will feature Scott Van Pelt and other Sports Center anchors and will include highlights, features, clips, and headlining stories in sports, according to the New York Post. ESPN also announced a series of shows developed through Disney's sweeping new agreement with Twitter. It also teased the upcoming debut of Always Late with Katie Nolan, a weekly late-night show hosted by the ESPN host and personality who joined the network last fall from Fox Sports, according to Variety. So this is interesting. The late-night wars continue to heat up, and it will be good to see another player in the game. Maybe not so much for some of the other networks, but at least it's something different. Okay. I will be back soon with more media tech and pop culture news. Cheers.
You love Ikea and you love staying in hotels. Well, why not stay in an Ikea hotel? Yes, that's right. According to Design Taxi, Ikea is reportedly opening a hotel to preserve an architectural icon. So the flat pack furniture that you can't understand the directions for may be coming to a hotel room near you soon. They've been hyped to hear that, everybody has been hyped to hear that IKEA is reportedly planning to transform the iconic Pirelli Tire Building in New Haven, Connecticut into an accommodation. It's a 48-year-old rustic structure and features raw concrete as its aesthetic, and it was purchased by IKEA in 2003. Interesting. So this has been quite some time since they purchased it. Ever since then, it's remained largely untouched. The New Haven Independent reports that Matthew Nemerson, the city's economic development administrator, said IKEA originally had plans to convert the area into a conference center, but opted to take its first steps into the hospitality industry instead. Preservationists, as well as those against demolishing the building, are quite pleased with this speculation. Nemerson said that this is good news. It is going to be preserved. We clearly need more hotels. Even if the supposed plan pans out, it's still early and might take a while before you get to lie on a mom bed outside of your home. I actually have a mom bed in my guest room. (laughs) And according to an IKEA spokeswoman, Lafisa Bracey, says, IKEA has not announced any new plans for the New Haven Pirelli building. We do not have any additional updates at this time. Yeah, it's going to be a hotel. So that would be kind of cool if it did end up being a hotel. Would you be clamoring to stay at an IKEA hotel? Does it depend on price for you uh, when you stay at a hotel? Is it price or the loveliness of the accommodations? I think a combination of both for me, but I think it would be quite interesting to see what an Ikea hotel would have to offer. First New Haven, then the world. Okay, I'll be back soon. Cheers. Welcome, welcome back. So for some of you, McDonald's may be your favorite fast food joint. And you like it because it's fast. They are about to get even faster. Welcome to the McDonald's of tomorrow. What they detailed at their first quarter earnings call was that they're undergoing a, an aggressive plan and one of the most significant transformations in their history, according to CEO Steve Easterbrook. They're trying to eradicate as much human interaction or error as possible. So 1,000 outlets in the U.S. are already enjoying this revamp. It's called the experience of the future. Sounds like the kitchen of tomorrow from the 50s, or EOTF. And the program will see ordering kiosks and other digital touches being added to the scene. Additionally, their offerings will be more accessible than they already are. They're adding mobile ordering, delivery service, and self-pickups in the plan. Person-to-person interactions will be kept to a minimum, so staff won't be taking orders, but they will man the kiosks to help customers. They hope to roll out these changes to 1,000 U.S. locations per quarter, which is an aggressive pace, says Easterbrook. 1,000 projects would be like modernizing every McDonald's restaurant in Australia, and we're doing that each and every quarter. In countries that already feature nuances of the futuristic concept, patrons can place orders for gourmet options through tablets mounted onto tables. The gadgets 
can also be used to entertain guests while they wait for their meals. In Sweden, for example, Happy Meal boxes double as virtual reality goggles integrated into the tablet's UX. Another thing is that this high-tech uh, rollout could result in larger-sized orders since customers will be able to confidently make special requests such as upsized fries or multiple McFlurries without feeling judged by a human employee who may also be prone to errors. Great. Anyway, let me know what you think about that. Do you think that fast, not just McDonald's, but fast food restaurants, are they fast enough? Or do you think these things will facilitate faster service? Does this mean better food? Let me know what you think. Okay, cheers. Hey guys, maybe you want to connect with me off of these audio apps and I would love for you to do so. Maybe you want to give me a story idea in terms of a media tech or pop culture story that you heard, or you just want to give me some accolades, which I would absolutely take. Any, in any case, if you want to get in touch with me off of any of these audio apps, make sure that you get at me at Tachiata on Twitter. That's at T-A-C-H-I-A-D-A. That's also me on Periscope. I am Dr. Underscore Tachi on Instagram. And you can reach media, the Mediascope page by going to Facebook. And it's facebook.com slash forward slash Mediascope 16. And on all of these platforms, I tend to pay, uh, put the latest in media tech and pop culture news, and I would love to hear from you. So make sure you contact me, and I will be back with another edition of Mediascope Briefs soon. Cheers. <laughs>